Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. I can respond to your questions and comments as soon as you give them to James, all right? Go to our chat line. Good morning, everybody. Hi, y'all. I can tell you guys are fired up this morning. You got so many questions and comments, and you just can't wait. All right? I got to ask you first. Your nephew was here last Sunday. And right at the end of the meeting, he had an awakening. Yes. How did what happened after church? I haven't heard from him. Oh, you have not? He hasn't been complaining to me at all. Uh. <laughs> it seems like his life changed. Yeah. And he's no longer, well, maybe he's dealing with other stuff at home. Right. But he hasn't been the, um, I guess he was actively out there just talking crap about the world and politics, really involved in that. Yeah. But it seems like he's calmed down. Maybe he's taking care of other stuff. Like work, family, more important things than politics. Right. So his, how old is he? He's 24. His mother is your sister. Yes. Have you spoken to her since he was here? I, I was meaning to, but I've had a, a crazy week. So eventually I want to. Yeah. Because that opened up a lot of things for me, too. You what? That opened up a lot of things. Because I was oh. trying to defend her. Yeah. And he wouldn't let me. I know. And I thought... I was a little upset. I wasn't angry because I'm working on that. Right. But it, I was upset about it, and I delved in deeper, and it seems like uh, that was – she was like my second mom. So we kind of had the same upbringing. Right. Yeah. I noticed you were trying to defend her. She's so nice. I just I'm sorry, Jesse. I like, should have known better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it's good that it happened so you can get to discover that about yourself. Yes, I you did. Can see I, I'm, that. I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, man. seeing it clearly just gives me like, okay, so I've, I discovered that what I what my mom gave me that I forgave her for uh-huh. is the the longing for for some like deeper family connection, like that. Like she was always worried about everything. Your mother. Yeah, and that's yeah. what she passed on to to me, and that's what. I think my nephew... Can you speak up for me? That's what my nephew received from his mom, because while my mom was working, his mom was actually raising me. There was a seven-year age difference. Wow. So your sister is like your mother almost. Yes. Amazing. And you didn't want to hurt mama. I didn't. My old self did it, <laughs> but I understand now that it will, it's the only way that I could actually move on and grow yeah. and get past all that. Yeah. Amazing. I have a brand new biblical question. Sure. Should men romance women? Should uh, they? No. Should a man romance a woman? That's a biblical question? <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood, yeah, well, Hollywood would say uh, that's, oh, absolutely not. A man should not romance a woman? No, Hollywood wants you to to what's how do you define romance? (laughs) Romance? I haven't thought about it. Have you ever romanced a woman? God, yes. (laughs) So you know the definition already. (laughs) Why did you romance her? I was raised by television, and I thought the way to win a woman's 
acceptance was to write her letters. Uh, yeah, my dad wasn't around to teach me how to, how to really treat a woman properly for real love. And so why did you romance when you were dating? Why did you romance the women? If you, think, if you say no to it, why were you doing it? I wasn't taught the right way to have a healthy relationship with women. This was a, the romance thing is like a Hollywood invention. So you learned from Hollywood how to do that? Yeah, I grew up watching television. My parents were working. Oh, I was I raised by, I had three sisters, so they were always watching those, those soap operas. My mind was uh, completely influenced by a female female presence. So how do you have a courting period if you're not going to romance? Uh-huh. A courting period? You know how man, man and woman meet. Uh-huh. Now they get to know each other. Yeah, you just talk and, and get to know each other. <laughs> you, you treat each other well. Uh, what do you mean by romance? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by romance? Ro- have you ever romance? I try to dress well. You try to dress well? I try to dress well to, I guess, to set myself up so that <laughs> they get the story in their head that I'm the person that they want. Amazing. That's romance, right? That's what you used to do? Yes. Okay. And you had a man do that? No. Wow. I've learned this year I've stopped buying clothes I bought guns. I'm fixing up my truck. <laughs> Santa gave me a nice rifle for Christmas. Right on. And I've never had a better year. So are you romancing your lot rifle? <laughs> we haven't been on a date yet. <laughs> I'm still prepping her. I've only had it for two weeks. Yeah. Amazing. Irma, should a man romance a woman? Absolutely not. What do you mean absolutely not? How you how would you get a woman if you don't how you guys get to know each other? I mean I have, but I, I wouldn't do it now. You wouldn't romance a woman now? No. Do you have a At woman? At least not the way that I would do it before. Do you have one? That's a setup question. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna rest your case on me. <laughs> Amazing. The young lady here, should a man romance a woman? Habla, this is my mom. Habla English? No. Habla Espanol? Sí. Uh, <laughs> should? <laughs> Ask her should a man romance a woman. Que si un hombre debería... Um, how do you say romance in Spanish? Ser romántico con una mujer. Por supuesto. She says absolutely. Absolutely? And why? ¿Por qué? Nos, nos ayuda... Because it helps a woman to feel feminine if oh. she feels courted by a man. Right on. Well, don't date that guy. Entonces, <laughs> que no that salgas con él. <laughs> <laughs> Should a man romance? And I'll come to you. Should a man romance right here? Should a man romance a woman? No, you. That was uh, a lady. 
don't speak English. Yeah, so I how do you know what I'm saying? That's how no Mexican can do it, huh? <laughs> when they don't want to answer the question, no English. How do you know what I'm saying then? Well, you had a translator over there. She oh, got, so she heard her? She got the last part. So ask her, should a man romance a woman? Should a man romance a woman? <laughs> I don't know. I don't talk oh, you don't speak Spanish? Jay, oh, oh who speaks Spanish over here? Oh, Esteban, ask her, should a man romance a woman? Yes. Because the girls like. The girls like it. Speaking to the mic, Esteban. What did she say? She said yes because the girls like it. And why do they like it? Y por qué les gusta? I think because she need. <laughs> it's hard for me. <laughs> she needs what? She need to feel love. She need to feel I love. Think. That's good. Okay. Glushes. That's a boy. Should a man romance a woman? Um. I would say no. Why are you saying no? <laughs> You're never going to get a wife. I mean, I think there's a... At least not the way like that men are doing it like nowadays. I'm not sure if you should or not, but it seems like the way like that men are doing it like now uh, nowadays, it seems wrong to me. Have you ever romanced a woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And why did you do it then if you think it's wrong now? Well, that was back then. Uh, I haven't really... I've been trying to, like... Uh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but... Um, I did it back then because I thought it was normal. You know, I was just going with the flow and felt like that. That You know, you're supposed to be in, like, relationships all the time, even, like, back in high school. So I was just going like with the flow of like what was happening like around me. So you were uh, romancing a lot of women in high school. Well, you know, just I guess, yeah. Amazing. Yes, sir. So I, I don't think that chasing a woman will actually get her to fall for you. I you think don't. women respond to to the alpha male and the way that you get a woman to want you is to outcompete the other men around you. And so a woman will say that because she doesn't know what she's talking about, but she will actually be more attracted to the alpha, not the romance guy who's going to chase women around and try to offer them goodies, treats. Like, have, have, you, have you ever bought flowers for a woman on the first date? Do you bring flowers? I've never bought flowers. I've had, a, I've had a woman demand... I was weak, but not that weak. No, I'm kidding. And, and you've been married? How, how did you end up... I'm like, get over here, woman. <laughs> no, what did, I've never what been did she married. do? And did she, and did she listen to you? Yeah. Yeah, so no romance. I didn't say I didn't romance her. How did you romance her? The same way you did. <laughs> 
Okay, so I don't do it anymore. Since coming here, I've learned not to. Do you to. have a girlfriend? No. A wife? No. I rest my case. How about you? Do you have a girlfriend? No. A wife? No. Do you have kids? Yes. Okay, you went on that department. I got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I... <laughs> well, get about yeah, the romance. I'm late. I'm a late bloomer. So this pastor, I stopped doing it. I remember one of the dates, this woman demanded that I buy her flowers before the first date. She demanded? She asked me. She was like, I'm not going out with you until you send me flowers first. And did you buy them? Yes. No. That was before I met you. <laughs> True. That was before <laughs> I met you. I heard that before. <laughs> Amazing. So that was, a, that was a mistake. Why was that a was mistake? Probably, well, if she was making you do it, that's a mistake. Well, she asked for it. I thought, well, if, if that's the caliber, her standard, then that's the price to, pl to play, to ante up. Might as well do it and see how it goes. Amazing. Oh, let me ask uh, Mr. Romeo. Doug. And then I want to ask this young man, and I got to move on right here. Doug, should a man romance a woman? Yeah. And why you say yes? One sensible man in the room. Because, I mean, that's just part of the game at the beginning. The game? What game? I mean, that's a bad word. That's just part no, of the... Right word. <laughs> that's just part of the interaction at the beginning. Word. That's just uh, part of the whole getting to know each other. That's part of... The, that's just the way it begins. I mean, mo most people, when they... If, if they're attracted to somebody, have some sort of feeling towards them, so they're going to do romantic things. Okay. Have you a romantic woman? Yes. How many? No, that's all right. We don't have time I to count. I can't count them on one hand. <laughs> uh, should a man romance a woman? Uh, he said the word chasing a woman, and that's I, some people could say that's romancing. And I guess before I met you too, I'd say that was romancing. But now I think if if there is a word, uh, if, that, if that's real, the word romancing, then it it would be a godly quality, and you wouldn't it wouldn't come from anything that you're doing personally. I, I so guess. should a man romance a woman? Yes, by living uprightly and godly. Yeah, oh, he's so holy. Where are the non-Christians? Should a man romance a woman? Right here. I'll say yes. You and, say yes? Yeah. And why do you say yes? In, yes, in the way that he shows affection. And what way is that? Speak up so everybody can hear you. Depends on the person. Depends on the person? Mm -hmm. uh, are you married? No. You have a boyfriend? Yeah. You have a boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, this is your boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Interracial. <laughs> <laughs> and so does he romance you? I would say yes. He does? Mm -hmm. And how does he romance you? Don't tell her to dirty stuff. <laughs> um, he treats me well. He treats you well? Mm -hmm. And what is treating you well? Things like, you know, like opening doors and treating me to dinner and things like that. Opening the door, treating you to dinner. Oh, cool. And this is your first time here? Yeah. Oh, welcome. What's your name? Joanne. Joan? Joanne. Joanne. Yeah. Oh, 
Where are you from? Maryland. Maryland? Amazing. Any questions for me? I'm just listening, experiencing. Oh, okay. Well, welcome, all right? You, you, is this your first time, too? Oh, uh, yeah. And what's your first name? Cameron. Cameron. So you romance Mary, I mean, uh, Joanne? Apparently, yes. <laughs> and, and should a man romance a woman? I think yes. And how did you learn to romance her? My father taught me how he, to treat a woman. Oh, he said, come here, son. Let me show you how to do. Treat a woman. Just by uh, osmosis of seeing him. Oh, I see. And you like romancing the woman? I think you have to do it. So you have yeah, to do I it? I think it's a rarity that you know, the ends justify the means. Oh, if you didn't do it, what would happen? Uh, I'd be not here. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Any question about welcome to the L.A., welcome here? Yeah, uh, I'm from Alaska. Oh, you are? Yeah, I've talked to you on the radio show a couple times. This is like on my number one thing I wanted to do. I just got into L.A. last night. Oh, amazing, man. Well, the floor is yours. <laughs> really, thank you. What do you want to talk you. about? Um, I, so I, I've uh, forgiven my mother, but I just recently, like, you know, told her to her face. And it was really powerful. And an interesting thing that happened is she wanted to know exactly what I forgave her for because she wanted to, like, rebuke it. Yeah. And I didn't want to give her that satisfaction. Right on. But um, another thing I wanted to ask you about. So my sister has a boyfriend, and her boyfriend has a kid. And um, the boyfriend's, like, total loser, beta male, like, just sits around, and my sister, like, supports him. Are they living together? Yes, sir. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> and... um when I, my, my mom's really worried about her, but she blames my father for this. Your and, mother does? Yeah. Oh. Because they're divorced. Right. And she was blaming him because she thought that my sister took care of my father, and that was like um, like a pattern. So she blames the father always. Amazing. And is that... So your, your should I just sister, stay out of it? <laughs> your sister, her boyfriend, and your mother are living in the same place? No, my sister lives in Alaska with, with in my city. Oh, okay. In Anchorage. And your mother lives in Maryland? No, she lives in California. Oh, she, she lives does? in Santa Barbara. Oh, okay. And, you know, you should stay out of it. Just stay out you of it. You should advise them if they ask you especially. Okay. And, but let them suffer. But when they ask you about it, you should be honest with them. Okay. If you guys sitting around having a conversation, just be honest with them. But don't resent them. Yeah. Yeah, but be honest. Well, they need to hear the truth. That way they'll have something to think about at some point. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, are you the only boy in the family? Uh, yeah. Amazing. How many sisters? Uh, I have a stepsister and an older sister. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> we try to make it work. And so are you living on your own now? Uh, yeah, I live by myself. How old are you? 26. Right on, man. Any other questions for me? That's maybe maybe later if something oh, comes okay. up. Okay, all the uh, way from Alaska. Yeah. Have you heard of Joel? Yeah. Did you know he is black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him today? Yeah. I asked him where the bathroom was, and he told me where it was. Oh, that's the right person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Any other question? Uh, no, sir. Okay. Did you have your hand? Oh, you. Yeah. Okay. Right here. I'm glad you're here, man. How come she rubbing you on your back?
You, you scared? No. I said, Mama, I'm patting you on your back. <laughs> Mama rubbing him. That's okay, baby. You did fine. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, if you feel compelled to romance the woman, then yes, absolutely. What is that kind of, what is a compelling feeling Well, I mean, if romance? you're enjoying that person's company or, um, you know, you're just, you like the person. Um, oh, okay. it, sh- it shouldn't be expected or anything. It's not like there's no formula to it. It's like go on the first date and send flowers. Like that comes across as needy. But if it's from a genuine place, a place of presence, then absolutely. Oh, okay. Amazing. Have you ever romanced a woman? Absolutely. Did it work out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, should a man romance a woman? Um, I think it's a trick question. A uh, trick question? <laughs> yeah, like, I think it depends on the person. So what do you I, mean? I think that you asking that question, it could be, like, maybe women expect it and guys expect women to like want to be romance, so they do it. But if you ask men, they wouldn't do it if they didn't like if women didn't expect it. So, do men? Yeah, I think it's like it depends on the person. Have you ever romanced a woman? Yeah. And why did you do it? Because um, I felt it's like peacocking. You want to show like your best foot forward. You want to like give them gifts, flowers, whatever. For what to, reason? Like, um, so maybe they would like you because you don't like yourself. Maybe so you want to. You romance the woman so that they can like you because yeah. you don't like yourself? Yeah, of course. It's it's all deep-seated So it's to get something back? Yeah, always. If the man didn't want something from the woman, would he still romance her? No, never. Amazing. Yeah. Justice, should a man romance a woman? I think it depends what he's getting out of it. That's the way I see it, honestly. Only if, if he gets something back. Yes. Like what? That's why we do it. Well, do you do it to get something back? A, we so love the way she notice, looks. Just notice, ladies, it's not doing it out of love. No. They're doing it to get something back. Absolutely. Like what? What am I getting in return? <laughs> this is my trainer, by the way. <laughs> and he worked me like a slave. <laughs> I, I call him Massa. <laughs> Jesse looks like a statue in his underwear now. I don't even recognize my own body. (laughs) I walk around the gym in my underwear. Yes. I'm so proud of it. Everyone's taking pictures, getting autographs. That's right. Yes. So we're going to be working on a new uh, book for 2020. And what is it called? Buns of Steel by Jesse Lee Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, So to to answer your question... um, and that's Doug over there, by the way. How's it going, man? So um, I think it depends on the girl because some girls are really sweet. You get a good feeling about them, and you feel like it's worth it because you can see that nurturing in them, and they appreciate it. So then it feels good to romance them. But I think a lot of girls today, uh, they're so used to everybody, every guy peacocking and every guy trying to impress them and every guy trying to romance them, they don't. They they almost see it as a weakness. Like, ah, oh, this guy's a sucker. He's going to take me to a nice dinner. He's going to buy me expensive drinks, and then I'll give him a kiss on the cheek and say good night. You know. Right. And I think these. I'm generalizing, but I think a lot of women go around these days, and they professional. They're professionals at that. And guys are like, they don't pay for anything now. 
guys just wine and dine them. It's all free. It's a free ride. Yeah. So to answer your question, I don't think in my old age now, I don't think men should romance women unless they know what they're getting. How old are you? 45. Oh. Like the president. <laughs> 45. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. I had no idea. This, I knew it was an interesting question, but I had no idea. Uh, where am I? Oh, yes, sir. I was wondering if it could be a locational, location, regional thing as well for the women, because maybe in big metropolitan cities, you've got that competition going on, and so they, it happens more often. But I think that old-fashioned romance should always be there without <coughs> expecting anything. And well, you, how do you romance without expecting something? Doing things from without having expectations. How you do that? Oh, I'm spending a hundred dollars on you tonight, but I don't want anything in return. I don't think it has to be. <laughs> well, I don't think it has to be a hundred dollars either. Well, I'll just use that as an example. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, a, if you spend a hundred dollars, would you want something in return? No. Yeah, you would, boy. I, I think that's you're doing it for the wrong reasons then. And the How about twenty dollars? It could be like a dollar thing, or it could be something free. You, you know would take mean? her to lunch for a dollar? I mean, I don't know if I would take somebody to a lady to a dinner, like a hundred dollars first dinner. I've tried that, and so it definitely cheap. doesn't work. Hmm? No <laughs> woman is going to dinner with you if it's not a hundred dollars. <laughs> Maybe you start off with a coffee or something, you know, and fill it out, and then coffee? you work up to that. Yeah. Is it a free coffee or something? Maybe, maybe a McDonald's coffee. I don't know. But I, oh, again, amazing. I think it depends on the location. If you're maybe in a more rural place, and you know the women haven't been jaded and uh, something like that, then maybe it, it, they'll just respond differently. Have you ever romanced a woman? Yeah. Oh. Uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, Victoria, should a man romance a woman? Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank we got to sing her song today. <laughs> you better hurry up and get romance. You're getting old. I know. Oh, uh, should a man romance a woman? This. Selfish part of me wants to say yes, so yes. That's a true part of you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think he should. Okay. But I do understand that he's only doing it because he does want something in return. But that's I, okay? God. It depends on the thing that he wants. He don't want but one thing. Right. <laughs> and no, no, hey, no. nothing else you want. There's just too many layers to this as far as how different guys are. But I will say that I know exactly what that person's going for if they wine and dine me and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think for women, I think we need to get... Oh, I don't even know how to say it, but it's like we need to get on the ball because just because he's doing that doesn't mean you owe him anything. But when choice. a man is romancing you, before you start to wake up, now you're starting to understand. But when a man is romancing you, you know what he wants from you already, right? Yes. And you're thinking, but do you tell yourself, oh, this is love? 
Or do you say to yourself, right on. <laughs> you go along with the game? Be honest. I know. It's like a, I can't say it. Okay. You can say yes, I go along with the game. I know. I, wow. I have in the past. Yes. Did it feel like love while he was romancing you? I would say no, because as a woman, if you're really interested in a man, he doesn't have to do a lot. But it's just it, there. But before you woke up, did it feel like love when the guy was romancing you? I thought it was love, but it was more, um, for me, a sense of control as far as I could kind of dangle the carrot stick in front of him and then he would have to do more to get more. Oh, okay. But, oh, amazing. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now I have a question for you. Yes. So if the man is romancing a woman and you're saying it's to lead, it only leads to one thing, like he's doing it for that payoff, which I'm assuming is sex, right? I can't or say when, right now because this is my, this is my oh, new biblical okay. question this week. But I was thinking now. Are you thinking that's why he's romancing you for sex? Correct. Because so you're sitting there eating dinner. Uh huh. He think he gonna get some sex. <laughs> well, he's gonna have to buy me a dessert. <laughs> if okay, if I could give an example, because someone in the room mentioned peacocking, right. and that stood out to me because the last person I remember um, dating did that. Like the first maybe two or three dates, it was like super fancy and stuff like that. But he ran out of steam because he was trying to show something that he couldn't maintain. And I think as women, we're, if, if as we're waking up, if we can just not give in to that, yeah. you'll see. And you'll see he loses steam. And it's like you have to be very, very aware of when that happens. But so many women give themselves physically so early that they don't even have time to see it, it stop. Right. So, Amazing. Yeah. I'll respond to it next Sunday. If the Lord is willing and create don't rise. It's my new biblical question coming up. Joanne, what do you say? Should a man romance a woman? Um, no, a man <laughs> should not uh -oh. romance a woman. And you said no? No. And romance is a nicer word for seduce. Romance is what? A nicer word for seduce. Oh. That's like today's terms to make it sound okay, but it's, it's seduction, 100%. So the man is seducing the woman or she's seducing him? The man is seducing the woman. Oh. And Were not necessarily for her? sex, but some kind of ego reason. And so have you ever romanced a woman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he black. You look like you've been romancing. Uh, uh, okay. How about you standing right next to uh, Esteban? I mean, sitting right next to him. Should a man romance a woman? What do you mean by romance? Exactly. Um, have you, you never romanced a woman before? I mean, that's a loose term. I don't know exactly what you mean by it. Have you ever romanced a woman? I guess so, yes. Have you ever romanced a woman? Yes. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Should a man do that? Um, I don't see anything wrong with it, no. So he should do it? Yeah. And why? Part I'm of not saying it's wrong or right. It's just my new biblical question. Okay. Uh, because I want people to really think and know for themselves. Why should he do it? It's just part of the process of getting to know someone, I guess. What process? Like the dating process. The dating process? Mm -hmm. So you get to know her by romancing her? 
I believe what I'm saying as romance is different from what you're defining it as. I haven't defined it yet. <laughs> defined it yet. Um, yeah. As, I'm sorry? I just think it's part of the process. Of romancing her. So do you ever get to know her? Have you ever gotten to know a woman by romancing her? Yeah, I have. And where did you find out? We're not compatible. Because <laughs> she's too expensive? That's part of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Are you married now? No, I'm not. You have a girlfriend? No. Oh. Is this your first time here? It is. Oh, welcome, man. What's your first name? Joseph. Joseph mm. of the Bible. Yeah. Any questions for me? No, not right now. Uh, okay. You live here in L.A.? I do. Welcome, Joseph. Thank you. All right. I got to ask Mark's wife, because they just got married, and then I have to ask White Victoria. Um. Should a man romance a woman? No. He should not. Did your husband romance you? No. He didn't romance you? He just walked over and said, come on, let's get married. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. Really? And you just said yes? I mean, no, but I think that romancing is, the spirit of romancing <clears throat> is evil. Romance is evil? Yeah. And so have you ever been romanced by a man? Yes. And at the time you thought it was evil? I mean, my ego liked it, which means, yeah, it was evil. But at the time you didn't think it was evil, right? No, but I was asleep. You liked it, right? Uh-huh. What were you thinking that when the guy was romancing you? What was going through your mind? Um, I think it was mainly self-centered. Um, I was enjoying it because it was inflating my ego. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it's all about... Did it make you feel important? Sure. Special, uh, important, different, yeah. better than other people. And so Mark did not romance you at all? What no, the? he was kind and treated me like a normal, like a human being, which I think women actually prefer. I think that if um, when women are used to getting romanced all the time, and then they find someone who treats them like an equal and a human. They actually prefer that. Did you know you prefer that before he came along? They can't hear you. No. You did not know that. Mm-mm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so how do you feel now? You've been, how long you guys been married? Four months. Four months. How do you feel now about him? Um, great. I don't know. Great. Yeah. You can take it's him It's amazing, leaving. yeah. Oh. No. What? <laughs> he ain't got no romance anyway. No, oh, but maybe. I think that, like, romance is, like Joelle said, it's seduction. It's not, like, love at all. So when you feel that someone loves you, that is beyond anything that you've ever experienced that as far as romance and all that stuff, that's just surface and not real. You can tell that Mark love you? Yeah. How? Um, it's just, uh, it's just obvious. It's just like always there. It's something that I feel within our interactions all the time. And it's not, it's not like exciting. It's not like emotional it's just calm oh and i so just feel loved you? yeah you obey him uh-huh oh, amazing how old are you 
I'm 29. They're going to throw you out of the feminist club. <laughs> they already did. <laughs> Amazing. Victoria, what do you think about should a man romance a woman? Well, I'm going to speak for my, uh, my own case. Yes. My husband romanced me, and uh, he still does. He still does? Yeah. And by doing what? By um, he respects me. And um, he does compliment me, and he does say that I'm the most beautiful woman <laughs> for in the world for him. You believe it? I do. Oh, amazing. Well, for, for in his <laughs> eyes, I do believe that. In his eyes, I am. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. And um, I, I just feel the way that he, from day one, and I knew that he wasn't expecting sex from me. Like, he... The way that he romanced me was very genuine and pure, and it just felt love. Like he it felt like love. It felt love, yeah. It was very alpha, the way he romanced me. So uh, he's from Spain or somewhere, right? Greece. Greece, yeah. They do that over there. <laughs> and they sing. They put a flower in their mouth, and they sing, right? <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> What are you going to do when he stopped doing that? There will come a day when he will not do that. Well, it's been... He's going to be like, I don't like you. It's what? been six years and he, he hasn't stopped. Oh, it will. I'll be fine. Are you sure? Yeah. You don't look like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm so sure of, of where we are and that our marriage is just going to last... Till death do us part. I, but you just, know the romance ain't gonna die out, right? I, I never thought of it. Well, you better start thinking. Mm -hmm. Are you doing your silent prayer? Not consistently. Oh, I, I would know. suggest you do it. I know. Because I know. the romance ain't gonna wear out. It's gonna die out, and then for realness will come. Right. The reason, one reason I thought about this question is. Um, I was walking down the road, and I saw a couple walking down the road, and the guy was telling me that uh, they had been, he and his girlfriend had been doing the do, but he didn't want to, and that, um, but she, she seduced him, she make him do it, right? And she was shocked that he said that. So I asked her, why are you doing that? Why are you making him do it? She said, because when she doesn't do it, she feels empty. But when she does it with him, she feels whole again. So that's why she seduced him. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I never heard a woman admit that they feel whole when they're doing the do with a man. Do you feel whole when you're doing the do with him? Take the mic. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> you don't feel whole? It's not for the ladies. Well, I can't really say. Wait until next week and suffer. Because it's my next week question. So, I got any other questions about anything? I got to tell you this. Um, I saw this. Um, oh, I believe uh, Jester, my trainer, sent me this. There is uh, a video out there of a group called Change. Changed. Meaning that it's a bunch of lesbians and homosexuals and transgender people and all the people 
they used to really be into that lifestyle. And they like some, somewhere somebody has a church or something, and he or that person is showing them how to overcome that. Have you seen that? It's so interesting. And we're going to try to get them on the show. But um, uh, they were uh, in D.C. holding a press conference because the government is trying to shut that down. The government doesn't want the homosexuals to be helped to come out of that lifestyle. I'm thinking, wow, that's evil that the government is trying to tell you that you can't get help if you want it. It's like totally taking away freedom. And it's amazing that the government has the nerve to do that. I mean, who would come up with something like that and the people not be outraged about it? But these people are trying to fight against that bill. Apparently there's some law. So look out for that, all right? Because if they're doing it in Washington, D.C., it's coming to California. There, I think they already have it in California. You already have it? Yeah, you can't help the homosexual overcome. That is crazy. So why do they have alcoholic programs and things like that? Well, they shut that down. Oh, I better not give them any ideas. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> That's amazing, huh? And so I just wanted to tell you about that. So any other questions about anything? All right. So I, my whole thing this year is to get you to wake up and come out of this darkness so you'll be in control of your own life and not look to experts or anyone else to tell you what is best for you. Because I've noticed that a lot of people rely on the experts. And the experts are as dumb as a doorknob. Really. The more degrees they have, the dumber they are. They really have no sense at all. So when I ask these biblical questions and when we fellowship, it's really to prompt you to get to know yourself so you can see for yourself. Because there are two realities, right? There is the uh, 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 Old Testament. The world is living out the Old Testament. But the new world is on the inside of you. And that's where you're supposed to live from. That's why God said, you must be born again. All right? Uh, so that's why I ask these questions so you can start thinking for yourself. Otherwise, you will be destroyed if you let someone else think for you. I, uh, I don't have a cold, Justin. So I've had the head claw all week, but I, I don't feel sick at all. And he's been telling me all week, I'm sick. I'm like, no, I'm not sick. But so my biblical question this week is, in the Bible it says to walk in the spirit, to live in the spirit. Have you heard that before? And so I want to know, is there anyone here living in the spirit? Of, in the spirit and truth. Two people? Out of a thousand, two, huh? You're not living in spirit and truth, Victoria husband. Am I what? Living in spirit and truth. <clears throat> That's the, the goal. So you're not doing it right now? I am. But am I perfect in it? I'm not sure. Silent prayers sometimes don't get done in the morning. Stuff it like doesn't? that. No wonder you're a romance in Victoria. Can I tell you what? I don't know. You we see, romance, every time huh? we come here, she sees the world's completely different to me. I don't feel like what she said. I mean, I have said 
She looks wonderful. Ooh, I'm playing. That, Cut out. No. no, this is good. <laughs> Can I just tell you this? Yeah. I, I kept things simple when I met her. I wasn't trying to romance her at all. And the gifts, very few gifts I gave her were very simple. Because I think that other stuff is deceptive. And uh, in the end, it falls apart anyway. So you're right. That stuff ends. So you don't romance her? I don't think I do. I, I, But why I, is she thinking you are? Because I'm nice to her. Maybe she sees that as romance. I respect her. Why do you her. think he's romancing you? Don't you guys be fighting? Did y'all move to Vegas? We did. Oh, okay. Yes. And so he's saying he's not romancing you, but you're I saying I think maybe I'm seeing, I'm, maybe the way that I'm perceiving the word romance, it's different than the way you guys are defining it. For me, romancing is, um, he's, he, He's not giving me gifts every day or anything like that, but he, he like the other day I cooked for him and he really liked what I made for him and he was very appreciative and complimenting what I did and very grateful. And to me, that's like, wow, my husband appreciates what I'm doing. And to me, I fall in love with him. Like I love that he appreciates that. Right and on. to me, that's like, I see this as romancing. I don't know. I was hungry. It tasted good. <laughs> Thank you, it's good. <laughs> What I realized, the women see things totally different than men see it. See things, right? Like he was hungry, the food was just good, and so he's telling the wife, this food was really good, but he's hungry, right? And the wife was like, oh, he loved me. <laughs> <laughs> this is so romantic. <laughs> Keep it up, you're doing fine. All right? So are you, walk, are you walking in the spirit and to. truth? How will I know if I am, Jesse? If you were, you would know it. Right. So I'm not there yet, but I, I want to. You want to? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, did you say you... Oh, let me go to Mark. Mark, are you walking in spirit? Oh, do you cook? Let me put on the mic. I have to ask your wife if she cook. You cook? Yeah. Have you cooked since being married? Yes. You have? Did you like it? Yes. He's like, oh, this is so good. Uh, yeah. And sure. you thought, wow, he loved me. <laughs> No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think that wasn't like what came to mind. Oh, I was like, what yeah, came it is to good. <laughs> what do you say? Oh, I love it. What, what came to mind? I was like, good. I'm glad I didn't make something disgusting. Oh, <laughs> All right. yes, sir. Um, are you, are you walking in spirit and truth? I believe I am. And why do you believe you are? Because I can see things, and because I can see the truth, and even though I do things or I react, overreact, or do things I don't like, or I have thoughts that I don't like, I don't think that's what life's about. Like, never having thoughts coming to tempt you, the devil's going to just give up on you because you read the Bible the third time or something. Um, I think even though, like, certain people may not like me, think I'm rude or whatever, that means nothing to me. That, like, I can't prove to somebody that I'm perfect, you know what I mean? But um, the things that matter to me, I feel I've learned here, and they're very real to me, and I don't care how it fits in another box somewhere else. Oh, okay. Did your grandmother die yet? No, she's never going to die. What is she waiting for? I don't know. Amazing. <laughs> you say you walk in spirit and truth? Yeah. Amazing. How old is she now? 99. 99? Wow. 
amazing. That's how they used to live, though. The older generation lived forever. You walk in spirit and truth? Yes. And how do you know? It's similar to Mark, what Mark was saying. It's just... Uh, a little knowing. long before but can't hear you way over there. It's like a knowing. Like I just know that I, that I do. And how do you know? For those, those who are lost, for Victoria's husband, <laughs> how do you know you're walking in spirit or two? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Doubting thoughts. Your daughter laughing. She's walking in spirit and truth she, right now. She's a mess. That's what's. <laughs> that's the problem. Um, just, she's all cracking up too. <laughs> um, yeah. Like uh, you know, just just living. I just know. I just know within that I am. So if you're walking down the road and someone asks you that and they want to do it, would you be able to tell them what to do? Maybe not perfectly, but yes, I would. What would you to. say? Um, it depends. You have to give me a scenario. It depends? Yeah. Let's say a bum walking down the road, smoking a joint. I want to walk in the spirit and the truth. <laughs> what would you say? still tough for me to say because it's not happening. It's not happening? Yeah, it's not happening. You're not walking in spirit too? No. Or the bomb is not upon you? Yeah, the bomb is not upon you. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. It has to be like a real life situation. All right. You know, not trying to dodge it, but it's just, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Ermin, so are you walking in spirit and truth? I knew you were going to come to me. Um, (laughs) You know, honestly, I'm not really sure. How did you know I was going to come to you? I just had a sense, a hunch, just had a hunch you would. Oh, okay. Um, I have to think about that, Jesse. I think if I was, I would be able to answer that definitively, so I'm not really sure. Definitively? Yeah. Um, Okay. I'm not sure. Yes, sir. Is this a good question or what? See, all these things you should know. That's why God said, seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and these things will be added unto you. And a lot of people don't know it only because they're not paying attention to themselves. They're just going by what they've been taught growing up and just thinking that that's real and that's the way life should be, and it's not. Really. Uh, yes, sir. So your question, am I walking in spirit and truth, that's, to me, that's, are you born again? And my answer is yes, and you say, how? Well, how do you know? It's because I've, I've forgiven those that I needed to forgive. I forgave my mother, my father, my sister, to their face, um, to the ones that are living, to the ones that are not living. I did you know, sessions of silent prayer and just realized that they did the best they could, and I'm not perfect, and they weren't perfect. And, and so had you thought about this before? I thought about it over the week. A biblical question? I thought about it over the week uh, when you had your expert session on it. You like my experts? Yeah. They're yeah. too smart, huh? Yeah, they're very smart. Yeah. And... So I, what I realized is, and it was what Joelle and uh, Nick were talking about, uh, and it kind of dawned on me Friday and yesterday, this question was, 
what I was, I was making a judgment about my degree. It's like a degree of walking in the spirit. There is like, you know, I was going, well, I just woke up this past year. Um, so, but I'm not where I want to be. Uh, in, what do you want to be? Well, I want to, I want to be where the, I don't overreact to anything where I act correctly at, in all times, in all situations. And I'm still, right now, I'm doing the silent prayer, and I'll catch myself going into my imagination. Right. I'll catch myself maybe overreacting to a situation, and then going, ah, oh, I overreacted to that, or I, I got up caught up in my imagination. You know, and then it's, then I'll start thinking, well, okay, just got to relax, come back to myself. You know, I'll literally try to go find five minutes where I'll just do the silent prayer for five minutes and just kind of reset and then right. go on with my day. So, but I was, I was caught myself, well, in that question, your question helped me realize that I was judging myself in the level that I thought I was at, which yeah. is to me that I was like, oh, that's just Satan working on you to get yourself to go into a judgment again. And then, you know, you just go off the rails. So, but it just is clear to me that you're asking, are you born again? And how do you know? Well, you know, if it was the back to the bum, you'd say, well, first of all, let's wait till you sober up off the pot and then let's have a conversation. To, who are you angry at? Who do you resent? Who do you hate? And then talk about um, how could you forgive them? The one thing I want to tell you, don't want for anything. I understand, but it's... Don't want to be this phase. <laughs> don't want to not overreact. It's part of the growth. Yeah, don't want to. You can't want for anything, all right? You just have to be. Because whatever you want for is what Satan going to use against you. I, I, I know that. Say, oh, I'm seeing that. You're overreacting. Now it's not working. Yeah. Now you got to go in and do the side of the prayer for an hour and all that crap, right? Yeah. Don't want for anything. He will use it against you. I see that. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, you're being worked out. You, you talk about how when you're born again and you wake up that you're like a baby and you're learning to walk and run. I mean, I, I literally see that, that I'm, you know, a baby or a toddler in certain yeah. areas spiritually. Um, maybe I'm more advanced in other areas, but certain areas. Don't I'm, even think about that. Yeah, I just, but I, but really? I just, but I just. Don't think about it. Every thought is a lie about anything. Right. Every thought. And he is constantly trying to give you something to think about. I so see that, and it's, you. it's nested and it's deep and there's all these loops that yeah. Satan tries to get me going in and. It's like I'm just slowly seeing more and more and more. Right on, man. But that's how I interpret your, your Okay. Uh, I'll get to it in a minute. Yes, sir. Did I see your hand? Yeah. Okay. Hold on just a minute. Um, I may be deceiving myself. You know, um, recently there's some exchanges with people, and they got quite insulting uh, on the phone, texts, right. whatnot. And normally, uh, 10 years ago, before I walked into this room, I'd take it personally and say, meet me somewhere. Let's, you know, talk about it, do something. <laughs> and now that doesn't happen. So I think, is that more in the mafia. <laughs> Is that more you're walking in the spirit by not being angry, by not reacting to these things? Is that the spirit you're talking about? That spirit I am talking about. Are you, so are you, do, are you walking in the spirit and truth? I feel I am. Okay. And if someone asks, well, how do you walk in the spirit and truth, what would you say to them? Um, by not having anger, by uh, being disciplined and paying attention, seeing things clearer, clearly. 
Do you believe that it's possible to live a life without opinion about anything or anyone, including yourself? That would be a dream. <laughs> to be, you believe to get it's to possible? That yes. You do believe? Yes. But you're not there yet? I think I do it quite a bit. You don't have an opinion about anybody or anything? Less and less. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't matter. All anyway. Right. You know, I mean, to have an opinion, if, you, if I'm asked, yes, but do I have to state it and judge? No. That's what I would tell you about your sister, your family, because a lot of times they don't want to hear the truth. And if you impose it on them, they're going to get mad anyway if they don't want to hear it. But if you impose it, they're going to reject it even more so. It's best to just let them suffer. And you become an example for them. And eventually they will ask. Somebody in the family will ask, well, what are you doing? You don't let mama get to you. you you're not crazy like we are. And then you'll be able to, sh because your light shine greater than your words. You know what I'm saying? Right on. Uh, okay. Where am I? Here and then here. Okay. I have, uh, over the course of my life, accidentally led people to God. I'm not really trying unintentionally. Right. Uh, and I've made a lot of mistakes over the course of my life. I know a lot of people that will tell you that. But I can tell you that I was blessed by having a mom and dad. We were really, really poor. But my mom and dad were always together. And my dad was always so peaceful that when I took that energy that I just knew inherently around with me, people were able to come to their own revelations without me putting scripture in their mind or anything like that. Yeah. For example, this is going back to even the transgender issue. A friend of mine one time was transgender taking pills and getting estrogen and everything for years and years. And uh, one day I lived in Hollywood and he was on acid. And I was totally sober, just drawing. I was just living at this shop. It's like a punk rock store. And then he was just there asking me about scripture. He, is, he knew that I kind of knew about it. And I was just talking to him about it while he was like tripping out and going crazy, playing music and playing. And it was, it was really crazy. Then he asked me to pray for him. And I was like, okay. And I had my hand on him and I prayed for him. And then another friend came in and was like filming us because he was just wandering with a camera. And he said that he couldn't speak for some reason. He was just like, all right, I guess I better just not say anything. And he was filming me pray for him. And then he kind of like stopped filming and he was just kind of weird about it. And then he went, my friend whose name was Julius, he went upstairs to this top part of the store and he was just laying there by himself on acid, praying and praying. And I just, whatever, I had no idea what had gone on and I went to work the next day. I didn't, wasn't quite sure. It felt a little weird, but I, I don't, I was just working, you know. And he had come out and said he never wanted to be a woman anymore. He stopped taking estrogen pills. And I'm not saying that I led him to anything, right. but he naturally started to not want these things. And then a lot of really crazy things happened. He ended up having a child. There's a crazy story with the baby mother, but now he has a new wife and two new kids. With the, and he takes care of the other kid, and he, his wife is Christian, and they, take, and they live together, and they love each other.
Are they and married? They're married now, yeah. Right on. And he's doing everything the right way, and he takes care of his kids. But it was a long progression, and I realized that that's what it was. It wasn't anything that I had to learn really, like, obsessively. And it wasn't anything I had to tell anyone very uh, at the right time. Or because it there's sometimes the time, when, it when you think it's the wrong itself. time, it is the right time. Yeah. Well, right. you're like, oh, maybe you should stop smoking pot, like at, right now. Then we'll you get smoke to pot. You. Oh, I smoke. Yeah, I do smoke pot. Pot smoker. And it, but it definitely it, when you, you smoke every day. Oh, I do. I do actually. Did you smoke this morning? I did. I did. Are you high now? I am. <laughs> Let that leader have no, but, but but other than that, and I'll, I'll give my my mic away right now. But other than that, uh, the, since uh, why did you smoke this morning before coming to church? Oh, I just it's just out of a habit now. Out of a habit now. My I have well, was a totally sober kid throughout my career, but then but, I but became totally high adult pot huh? smoker when I came came down, and I started to become. Why more, do you need pot? I don't need, I've become to the revelation more recently that it's definitely something that hinders my so spiritual strength. So this morning strength. when you got ready to smoke, what was happening that made you decide, you know, I need a joint right now? That It, it was a habit, a habitual. It was, was just a habit nearby. of smoking every morning? Yeah, yeah it's nearby. And, 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 and But the desire is becoming less and less, and I've been, I've been smoking less and less in the last few weeks. So you smoke about what? How many have you smoked today? I literally just took about one hit this morning. I don't want to pipe things or... That's a tiny little pipe. It's a little A pipe smoker. A little... uh, You have it on you? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Come on up here, brother. No. (laughs) Let the young lady have it, honey. What does it mean to walk in spirit and truth? Are you doing that? I think I'm. Um, I think any. I think for myself, I'm striving to do that. You're striving to do it by doing what? By being more inclined to reading and praying, and giving myself giving the time to God that I would normally would do something else. Right, and. Do you have an idea of what that means to walk in spirit and truth? I think a vague idea, but it's still an, an idealized position to want to be, I think, the most humblest of human beings. Are you a humble person? Not yet. Yeah, I can tell your husband going, no. That's your husband or friend? That is my nephew. Oh. Thanks for... Thanks for... Well, when do you guys look alike? Um, they say that couples do, but no, we're not one. Why is it difficult to walk in spirit and truth? I think because... Is this your first time here? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, welcome. Thank What's you. your name? Uh, Teresa. Teresa. Why is it difficult to walk in spirit and truth? I think because at some point you innately want to do something right, but then... There are so many other factors that are out of your control that you either can jump into that or I would say take the – take yourself out of it and try to like just not be in it. But but in everyday occurrence, whether it be work or life or just walking down the street, like for me it's traffic. I want to be – 
walking in spirit in traffic. But I don't blame you. Uh, it's not two hours in the road is not the business. Right. Um, how did you find us? How did you hear about us? Through him. Right on. And have you watched any of the shows? I have not, so this is all new to me. This is all new right now. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'm glad you didn't tell him, man. <laughs> He's like, Aunt, come on, let's go to this meeting. Um, I right. <laughs> <laughs> have you um, forgiven your mother for what she did to you? My mother? Uh huh. What did she do to me? <laughs> she kept you away from the spirit and truth. Are you, uh, your mother still living? So, um, that's good. You don't know anything about what we're about. Um, are you a Christian? I consider myself. I'm sorry? I consider myself a Christian. Are you? Yes. Are you one? Yes. Oh, okay. Have you forgiven your mother for the mistakes she made with you? Um, I guess I don't understand that because I don't see any mistakes that she purposely have made. I don't, there's you, no there's no book on parenting, right? Like one on one, right? To be a perfect parent. So, have you forgiven her for the mistakes she unintentionally did? I think I would have to know what the mistakes are or acknowledge that they're mistakes right. before I could you even. Would. Yeah. Like so, I don't did she know. make any mistakes with you while raising you? I think for me, yeah. I would, what did she do? She worked too much. She was away from home too much. Yeah. And. And and why is that a mistake? Because I wished, I I wished she would have shown up to more of my kid events. Right. And anything else you did? None that I can really. That's the one that really comes to mind. So she just made one mistake with you. I guess the first. That's that's the first one that comes to mind. Like. Do you get irritated at her at times? Yes, she is a senior uh, citizen. She has she is my next child. Oh, you have to take care of her? Mm, to a certain extent, yeah. And so while growing up, did she irritate you with things that she did? Yeah. I'm sorry? Yes. And like what, for example? She told me what to do all the time. I'm sorry? She told me what to do all the time. Yeah, that's a horrible one. <laughs> and when you would tell her to stop it, what would she say? I've already been through this. I'm trying to not have you have to do the same mistakes that I made. That what she said? Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't stop doing it? No. Okay. Have you forgiven her for that? I don't think, I don't think that needs forgiveness. Why not? Because it's not something that I'm holding, like, oh, until you brought it to my forefront, I would, I just think those are well-intentioned things that parents do. And so have you noticed you're just like her? Maybe. And do you want to be like her? I would want to be my own person. Right, but you're like her. Am I like her? I'm sorry? You're telling me that I'm like her? I'm asking. Oh, I don't think so. You you just, I asked you, have you noticed you're just like her? You said yes. Oh, and (laughs) physical, but not like... In action. You don't do things like she did while you were growing up and some things she's still doing? I would have to think about it a little bit longer. I can't think of anything 
right off the top of my head. So you can't think of one thing that reminds you of your mother and you do it. No. You can't think of one thing? No. You're not like her at all? I'm sure I am. I just can't think of... Okay, well, smoke on it. <laughs> and you're lucky the pot is right in front of you. <laughs> I'm you good. Have to go I'm out good. To get it. Um, well, think on it, all right? Any questions for me? No. Are you yourself? Am I myself what? Period. Are you you? Or are you like others? I want to consider myself as I'm my own person. Uh, you love your father? Very much. Are you close to your father? Yes. Okay. You grew up with him? Yes. Good. So let me talk to your nephew. What's your first name? Uh, John. Thanks for coming, John. And so you invited her because you needed a ride? Yeah. Amazing. And how did you find us? Uh, through like um, YouTube interviews, you doing interviews. Right on. Any questions for me? Um, I do. I do have one. Okay. Um, I was reading the, this might fit in with what we're talking about, but I was reading something in the Bible about like uh, adultery and how like temptation, like if you have, might as well gouge the eyes out. Um, instead of like your whole body going to hell or something like that, right? I just I'm just wondering what that means. Like, uh, would it mean that you might as well take your eyes out rather than go to hell? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Let me smoke on that. Because when I read I it, I kind of know, but I'm not sure right now. When I read it, I'm just I just thought like you should get rid of like every temptation you have in your life and like you should like, definitely do that and you will if you over if you are born again. Mm-hmm. You should yeah. overcome all of them and you will. Mm-hmm. Have you forgiven your mother? Yeah, I have. You went to her. Yeah. How well do you know your aunt? Uh, is she your cousin or aunt? My aunt. She's my aunt. How well do you know her? I've known her for all my life. Oh, I is she say. like her mother? I would say my mother's like her mother. Your mother's like her sister is like her mother. Her mother, but your aunt is not like her mother. I, um, I never. I, I don't really think about it. No, I don't really. I don't know. You don't know. No, so no. what happened when you went to forgive your mother? What did she say? Um, not much. Just like uh, for what and okay. <laughs> are you still living with her? Yes, I am. How old are you? I'm twenty six. What? I know. Why are you still living there? Uh, getting, I'm too comfortable. I don't know. It's and when did you forgive her? Last year. Last year? Yeah. And you're still living there? Yeah. You have a job? Yes, I do. I work with them. You work with who? My parents. Your mother and father? Yeah, they have a business, so I just work with them. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Why don't you take that money and get your own place? I'm not good with money. You're not good with money? No. What does that mean? I don't save. You don't save? No, I, I spend it. and uh... Because you spoil and lazy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I am. But why don't you fight for your own life, man? You need to get out of there. And if you continue to work for them, use that money to pay your rent, buy your own food, and do your own thing, you're not going to grow up until you do it. They're going to kill you at home. 
I know I'm 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 starting to see that now and uh but <laughs> w- wanting that I feel like I'll make uh bad decisions based on that. But that'll be fine. It you'll be on your own and you'll learn from them and you'll grow up. Uh-huh. Okay. When I I left home at 18, I made a lot of horrible decisions. Really. But I learned from them and I got better. I didn't know at the time that I would get better from it. But I did. So you need to be out there on your own. Because under mama, you're not going to grow. I know. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. What does it feel like to be living there at 26? Like a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Why is your father letting you live at home at that age? He's weak. He's weak? Yeah. Well, you're going to end up just like him, and if you do get a wife, you're going to become the boy and she'll become the mama. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm not, like, I'm not really good at romancing either. I'm sorry? <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not really good at romancing either. It is. <laughs> you have a girlfriend? No. You ever dated? Have I ever dated? Not really. Not really? Not really. At 26 years old. Yeah. You need to move, man. Go find yourself a room for rent somewhere or something, but you got to get away from mama or she will kill you. Because the longer you stay, the worse you got to get. Because you need to be out dealing with challenges, dealing with life and making mistakes and learning from them, overcoming anger and moving forward. You're not going to do it at home. Yeah, I still find myself overreacting to her, to my mom, to my mother. Yeah. How do you overreact by doing what? Um, just uh, like um, I guess snapping back like she's saying something like oh my god I overreacted just cause it's like I don't there's not enough space for me to like grow and then kind of like discover myself and like being Absolutely. okay being okay with how she is yeah like um you smoke pot uh yeah uh <laughs> You have to to deal with that. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Yeah. From one pothead to another, welcome. Listen, before All you leave welcome. today, I want you to see Ermis and put your name on the list. We have a home for young men. And so when the space become available, if you have a move, we'll let you know. And you can rent a room at the barn home. But you've got to get out of there. You've got to fight for your life. Because it's not going to get better unless you get away from mama. See, I was thinking of like want, <clears throat> like wanting to like move out so bad that I was going to make a bad decision, a life-changing decision. But if you're saying like it's okay, it's okay. Like maybe I'll just join the military just to like run away because I get it. Once it, once people turn eighteen, they like join the military just to get away. Yeah, it, it's better to be in the military to be living with mama. Yeah. So go join the military. Right. Now's a good time. Yeah. You can help the president kill Bin Laden. <laughs> right on. Salami. Salami. What? Soul Mama. Whatever his name. But you got to get out. Go join the military. Definitely. And she's going to tell you, no, Mookie, don't join the military. No, Mommy wants you to stay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, no. 
Oh, Lord, my son joined the military. You joined anyway. And just say, you know what? I'd rather be in the military with Ben Laden than to live here with you. <laughs> be I, honest with her. I could see she. I could see her guilting me into like staying, like, oh, just leaving our business and stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, don't fall for it. But you got What do you think hearing this? Did you know this already? Your nephew felt this way. Yes, and but I'm. If we're gonna be honest, your your do, yeah. your opinion is is. Not necessarily what I would do, but... What would you do? What would you advise him to do? To learn how to save first, like save your money. He like, don't never save money with mama. But, and if he saves, he's going to find it and spend it. I know a young man, well, he's old now, he's in his 60s, and he saved up a lot of money so that he can move, and mama spent the money. But is this, is this a thing for males or is this a thing for everybody? Nowadays, female better get away from mama too. Or she will control you. Even from the grave. You get married and move to Africa, she'll move. She'll find some reason to, oh, I love Africa. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Africa. But you need to get away from mama too. What do you think about that? I think we have different notions of motherhood. Uh, we who? With my, yeah. I'm sorry? We oh. have different notions of what motherhood or... Real fast, what's your notion of a mother? what motherhood is? I don't believe that I need to run from mom to gain my independence. Well, why haven't you gotten it there? What do you mean? Because you said you were taking care of her so she's old. Yeah, but like financially, I'm not, I think that's still, they're retired. Retirement isn't what it used to be, right? What do you mean? You don't, you don't make a lot of money being a retired senior citizen. But if she had prepared her life in the right way growing up, she would be in good shape now. I think that's a very elitist mindset. In what way? Preparing yourself, I think, is all nice and dandy but it takes a lot of hard work and I can honestly say that my parents worked really really hard to get us like their children where they wanted us to be so why do you have to take care of if you work hard did she save her money and buy a home and do what it takes so she doesn't become a burden to her children I don't think she's a burden to her children you want to be stuck with mama I don't think I'm stuck with my mother. I think I love my mother enough to want to be able to provide if she needed it. Amazing. Okay. You call me up one day. All right. All right. But are you surprised to hear that he want to go to the military? Yes. You're surprised? Mm -hmm. Is that the right thing to do to get away from mama? It wouldn't be the first thing I would do to get away from my sister, but to each their own. Yeah. If it was your mother, you would. But I, let me just talk to him for one more minute. I recommend you go to the military then. It's a, it's a start. And don't let her make you feel guilty. Oh, what about our business, Peppy? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I say? That's not my company. That's yours. I'm getting out of here. You've got to fight for your soul, man. And the sooner the better. 
because the longer you stay, the harder it is to leave her because she will guilt trip you. And then she'll get old and she's like, oh, Pappy, I'm old. I need you. And now you're like, what the? <laughs> Any questions about that? No. So are you going to join the military? I'm going to do something. Yeah. You got to get I out, gotta, buddy. I got to. Yeah. It's too bad your father's weak and he's allowing this to happen to you. Have you told him he was weak? Yeah. What do yeah. you say? He tries to give me advice and I'm like, um, uh, like, <clears throat> this wouldn't have happened if you were like, an example. Um, I, I kind of said like, uh, I kind of call him a loser. You call him a loser? Yeah. Loser! Loser. I don't, what do you say? Loser. I don't listen to losers. He didn't say anything. He just listened. I told him if he wasn't an example, like, like this wouldn't have happened. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. He can't handle your mother. He's married to his mother. So he's the boy and she's the mama. Mm-hmm. But you need to get out. Have you forgiven him? I, I've forgiven him. I just, uh, I kind of don't like um, interacting with him. You don't, did you tell him you forgive him for being weak? Yeah, I did. But you don't like interacting no, with him? No, I don't like, I want to be around um, empowering people. And he's not very empowering. So. Yeah. I understand. When you get out, be patient and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Go and find out tomorrow how you can join the military. Okay. All right. Trump 2020. Trump 2020. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did. <laughs> do they know you, you vote for Trump? You love Trump? I didn't vote for him, but I love him. Uh, do they know that? Uh, yeah, I talk about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't put you out there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're out of here, Peppy. Puppy. <laughs> but move out, man. All right. All right. Go to the military or something. I will. Get a second I... job. Do something to get away from mama while you can. No, you're right. I, w- I don't think, I don't see myself saving if I stay there. So. Yeah, we'll move I mean, out. I mean, go yeah. to the military. And it's a good, strong military now. Well equipped, well mm-hmm. financed, with a good leader. So you, you'll be okay. Aren't they allowing, like, the women to train with the men, though? I saw, yeah. I heard that on your show. Yeah, a bit mistake, but yeah. But that's better than being with mama. <laughs> All right? Right. Any other questions for me? That's it. All right. Well, I'm glad you're here. All right? Thank you, Jesse. Okay. Did you have your hand? Right here. <laughs> yes. Do you walk in spirit and truth? Uh, oh. Well, in order to, I think you have to be very, very dumb and very forgetful in order to walk in spirit and truth. And so are you doing that? Yes. For the most part, until I start thinking that someone did me wrong, then I have to get that forgetful part and forget it. And yeah, I just I gotta quit judging. I gotta stop judging what's right and wrong, and just know what's right and wrong. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you have your hand? I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we start winding down. So I know that I am walking in the spirit of the truth because life is suddenly fun. Like, I'm no longer anger or fearful of things. Right on. The year before I came here, I was completely buried in all of that mess. I was irritated by my coworkers. Um, and after coming here, I learned to, 
Well, I, I realized that reacting to them was totally beta. And I was yeah. just digging my own grave. Yeah. And I can still point to problems in the office, but by not reacting to the first thing that came into my head, take a step back, pray on it, come back and then do the right thing, it made a huge difference. Right on. And the reason I know it works is because life is fun and I got a promotion on Wednesday. I became a director. You got a promotion on Wednesday? On Wednesday. They gave you more money? Thanks to you. Right on. Thank you, Jesse. Well, we uh, apparently there was another tax cut, right? Hermes, wasn't there another tax cut? Because I know that my employees yeah. had more money on their check this week. And don't I'm tell like, me that. Are you guys cheating me or something? So I'm not going to get everything so they promised me. there was another tax me. cut. Did you hear about that? Yeah. At Wait, least so for my employees. So I'll be getting more money than I expected because I of tax so. cut? Beautiful. Thanks to the green white oak. Beautiful. I have noticed a big change in you, though. You absolutely have grown Thank in an you. amazing way. Thanks to you. Yeah, you don't even look the same anymore. Like nervous and scared and all that crap. Oh, man, I was totally beta when yeah. I walked in here. I know, I remember. You remember? Oh, like, you see a difference now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you walked in, I'm like, oh, I want some rice. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you have totally grown, man. You really have. You're right about that. Okay, so, so I, would, I would recommend to everyone here, like, just follow the program. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. I was totally resistant to the silent prayer. I, all this stuff was foreign to me, but, yeah. but for some reason, I stuck it out, and it only took a year, less than a year. God is with you, man. Yeah. Like, you I was on see anything yeah. get better. Man, I was getting angry at everything. Like, I was on the brink of sabotaging myself in the office by overreacting. Yeah. Being irritated by someone and then snapping back at them. Um, but now, I guess my job now is is to speak up, to tell everyone my opinion, and to get everyone else to be able to um, speak freely so that we can get to the right solutions. Absolutely. And that only happens if there is no fear and no anger and people aren't judging each other and they're not afraid that someone's going to judge them for speaking their mind. Absolutely. Amazing. Thank you. You're, whole, you're welcome, man. Your whole life, you haven't seen anything yet. Oh, I'm you, waiting. You're going to discover things you don't even know exist, but it's inside. And it's amazing. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, sir. I just want, since we just kind of talked about the parents situation, I just want to say, Kind of like a testament to you. It's kind of scary how on like spot on you are with everything you're talking about with the parents. So uh, I went home for Christmas back on the East Coast, and it was I, I forgave my parents. I sat them both down and I had that conversation with them, and it all went well for the most part. Um, but now it's it's kind of scary to see like how right you are because my mom is like talking about like oh I think I really like San Diego when I visit I think uh, we might move out there I'm like no you're not <laughs> I just flat out told her like you're not doing that if you do I'll be back on the East Coast like it's just like it's it's scary now to see oh well, I mean it's good now because like I feel like I have a playbook now that I'm seeing all their moves when they try this especially you know yes. the mama with the especially the food I know we talked about the food before yeah and it's just like. I it's like it's like before I would kind of like be in my head about it, but now it's just like I'm sitting on the train and just looking out the window, watching it all go by. I'm not overreacting to it. I'm not getting in my head. I'm not, um, 
you know, getting emotional over it. It's just, it's just scary to see. I guess scares me probably not the right word, but it's just interesting to see like how spot on you are with everything about this. Cause it's like, after listening to you, I had like the, I had all the moves in my, in my hand and like, I'm just seeing how everyone's playing out now, exactly how you're saying it. And it's just like, it's, yeah, it's been a blessing. So I just want to right thank on, you man. for that. I think it's so amazing that the best kept secret on earth is, uh, is how to be born again. You know, they tell you, you should be born again. They say, oh, you just go down and accept Jesus. Do you believe Jesus died for you? Yes. You believe he rose in winter, whatever? Yes. Nothing changed, right? But I think it's so amazing that something that's so simple is so, it's such a secret. And the secret is you got to forgive mama. They tell you, oh, your father is no good. Your father was an alcoholic. Your father was a drug. Who cares about that? That had nothing to do with me, right? But they don't tell you your mother turned you away from your father. Your mother recreated you in her image. You are like your mother, and you must be born again, meaning to overcome mama and return to the father. They never tell you that about mama. And so everybody walking around thinking they love mama. And mama all puffed up, died of cancer and all that stuff, because she feels like she's God. She got The world is rotating around mama. And I think it's so interesting, too, is that when, when you know you need to go and forgive mama so that God can forgive you, for adult men and women, it's the hardest thing in the world to do. They'll go to daddy, but they won't go to mama. Oh, I feel sorry for her. Oh, she may get mad. Oh, she brought me in this world. She, you know, all that crap. Nothing but excuses. But unless you forgive your mothers, this is for the ladies too, because women are recreated in their mother's image as well. That's why they do the same thing that mama does. They get angry, they try to control you, they're emotional, but they don't know that they are not themselves. They don't know that they are mama. And they wonder, how did I become like my mama? You know? But once you forgive your mother, you will start to change. When you really see that she couldn't help it. And the only way you're going to see that is to know yourself. It's not uncommon to see men look alike, mama, look like a woman. I was at the gym the other day, yesterday. And some guy walking around the gym, and he had a, I guess he must have some long hair. He put it in a ball, and the ball was sitting up on his head. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, why? Don't you feel like a girl? Can you see yourself doing this? It just feels girly. That should let you know, you know, there's something wrong with this hair. <laughs> but uh, men are created, and women, in the image of their mother. That's why you must be born again so you can be recreated in the image of God. And there's nothing like it. Really. You can finally be yourself. You will have no fear, no doubts, no worry, no nothing. And so walking in the spirit, I want you to hear this and do what you want with it, right? Walking in the spirit, and only I know this for sure, because I'm growing to it. I've heard it before, I read it before, but it's happening right now in my life. I I can I have realized that walking in the spirit is to be present at all time with God. And in that present is the truth. You are of the truth. And when you treat others 
uh, when you run into others and somebody mentioned being mean to them, you're going to be honest with them, but you won't hate them because your spirit in that presence of God is all love and it's impossible to hate them. It's impossible for them to make you mad. But you got to live in the present. And so what I want to close by telling you this year, be aware Whenever you drift off into the past of the illusion of a past in your mind or the illusion of a future, you're walking away from spirit and truth and you're living in darkness. And so when you feel that way, when that happens, just come back to it. Don't freak out. Don't let Satan tell you, oh, it's not working. But in that, in the present, God said, come into my present. And in the present, all things are possible. There is no doubt about anything in life, no matter what happens. But Satan is still trying to work your mind, but you see him. You hear his voice and you know it's Satan, right? But it will work out. It can't help but work out. You can't help but have faith as long as you're outside of the imagination. And that's why God said bring everything into, into captivity. So, excuse me, if you are smoking pot, and bring, the, and bring the pipe to church with you. <laughs> Don't be mad about it. Just know, do the silent prayer. During the day, be aware of going in and out of your imagination. Because in, in the future, nothing but hell in your imagination. In the past, nothing but hell, right? But in the present, perfect peace at all times. Really. And Satan will still try to work you, but it won't work. That's why God said, my children shall know me by my voice, right? Because his voice is a revelation. He doesn't talk to you. So anytime you hear the voices in your head, just know it's your dad and Satan. It's not God. He will reveal to you, especially when you're living in the present. So get to know yourself and just relax. You are changing. I'm a witness to that. I have changed in ways that I never even imagined was even I didn't know it even existed because he keep his love away from the world, his, his information. It kept away from the children of Satan. He only allowed those to see who he wants to see and those who are truly seeking him. That's how you can see it. He'll let you see it. And it's mind blowing. All right. So this year, just stay away from thoughts about anything, no matter what it is. I'm, trying, I'm looking for this building for a uh, barn, right? We got to move. And, and so, like, time was running out. And Satan was like, oh, man, they're going to throw you out, right? Because the guy's a Jew. <laughs> Why are y'all laughing? <laughs> Why is that funny? You know why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you should be a cop. Because you love money, right? <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with loving money, I guess. But he's very nice about it. So what he did was he put us on a month-to-month payment thing rather than a lease. So as soon as we find it, we can go, right? But same with Tammy, oh, you're going to have to go. You got to go, blah, 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 right? But thank God I did not think about it because I recognize his voice now. All right? I just recognize the voice. And so he couldn't get to me. I felt nothing on the inside about it or it not. And I'm like blown away that I feel no fear, no worry, no doubt, no nothing. Because I know as long as I stay with God in the presence of God by staying away from the imagination, 
all is well. And so I want to warn you, do the silent prayer, go and forgive, and allow yourself to grow. All right? So if you happen to smoke a joint, but don't bring the, pot, the thing to church. <laughs> and only you bring the little thing to church because you want to smoke going home. You know what I'm saying? But don't hate yourself. Don't hate others. You can't help yourself. You can't change anything. And as soon as you recognize that and stop fighting it because it's spiritual, it'll all change. It will. Everything will start to fall away. All those old habits, the anger, overeating, smoking pot, sexing, and all that kind of stuff will start to fall away because you are growing and you're living more and more in spirit and in truth, right in the presence of God. All right? So just be aware of that. And everything will change. Don't get mad about it. Try not to do it, but if you can't help yourself, don't judge yourself. Any questions about that? So try living, just live in the spirit. Come out of your head. Everything is right here, right now. Everything else is ego. I think someone mentioned that. When you live in your imagination, you are living in ego. And unfortunately, you got the ego from your mother. Women, women, those who have not been born again or did not grow up close to their fathers, they are all ego. And, and I've been thinking that it was the man who was ego, but he does have it, but he got it from his mother. It's all ego. Ego is of your father and the devil. So walk in the spirit is simply me stay in the present. All right. Last question, and then we're done. Any other questions about that? Yes. Can you admit that pot might not always be that bad? Because in my case, it helped me to relax. That. This gentleman talked about being dumb so that he wouldn't be judgmental. In my case, it was the first time I used it. It was after you were making fun of it here. And I started to take edibles, and it helped me not react. It relaxed me. It actually got pot relaxed you? It helped me to avoid all the other pitfalls that I was falling into before. I would go out to bars and just drink myself silly. And you still smoke pot? I don't. I You still uh, smoke pot? I, I do edibles. So you eat pot? I eat pot. What, what's the difference? Yes. What the? It's not smoking. Yes, if I smoked it. But it makes you high, right? Yes. Well, the same thing. A high is a high is a high. Whether through eating or smoking. Okay, but if it helps why you avoid you trouble. Eating? Why are you, you can't rest unless you smoke some pot. I was eat some edible pot. I was wound up. I was ready to quit my job and leave my company. <laughs> pot helped me to go to bed at night, get a full night's rest to be productive the next morning. And it was, I didn't have a hangover. And so maybe it's a good thing. Can you agree that it might be not you, What so pot does, it lowers your consciousness. You want the mind of God and in there is all peace all the time, no matter what's going on at work or going on anywhere. The real you would maintain peace. You won't be affected by it. And I so you that. go to work, you deal with the issues, and you'll go home and sleep like a baby. Agreed. You're still okay. using so an outer source instead of the inner source. And I don't want to be reliant and dependent on that source, that yeah. false source. I agree. Yeah. But for that momentary thing. You only want thing. to rely on the peace within. Christ came that you may have peace. And believe okay. me. You stay out of your imagination. Stop overreacting as someone said. You, it'll happen. It is happening. So can pot introduce me, be like the gateway drug to being at peace? And eventually, I will get off a of pot 
because I now can see what peace feels I like. I can't believe this. <laughs> you have some, some edibles on you right now, too? No. Oh. But I do it by myself at home. I would recommend you, rec- you try not to do it. I would like, yes. Eventually, because I see you the want value the there. source that bring you peace. Because when you when you're high, whether you know it or not, your your consciousness is lowered. You're lowered okay, in consciousness. F- for sure, you I will sh- always be aware. Yes, I want I want to be able to recreate that without medication. Yeah, true. Do the silent prayer. I, I was on a very good silent prayer when I was on pot. It felt amazing. Uh, amazing. I recommend a silent prayer, but if you want to do the pot, go ahead. I'll suffer and die. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to suffer and die, so I will. I won't. Both at the same time? No, I... <laughs> Did that work? No, it won't work. What did he say? The silent no. prayer and pot at the same time? You're going to be too high. <laughs> Listen, there's a natural way of living. And Christ made that way for us. But you got to overcome. you got to be born again. You can't trust your imagination at all with anything. He said bring every thought into captivity. And so if you do the silent prayer, uh, allow yourself to grow, you're going to be fine. But the pot is in your way. It really is. It's a false salvation. It's a false peace. You want the real deal. I didn't, so I didn't know what that peace was until being high. So I've always been a wound up person. So I would say I totally fully agree, but for me... Well, that's not the peace. It'll end. Yeah, I'm not... I'm the not pot, like, when you're high on pot and you're relaxed, because I know what I used to... I used to smoke pot, too, but we call it grass. Grass. And, you know, you feel all good and hungry and sleepy. But that's not the real peace. No. That's a phony. That's an imitation of the real thing. There are no words to express what the real peace is. All right? So how do you get someone to see what that peace, that possible peace is, if they've never experienced it? By getting them to know themselves, uh, go and forgive do the silent prayer so you can learn to see out of your darkness and imagination, and they will get it. I'd see that as a safe way to go. It's the right way. It's the right way. It's the safe way. But for me, it was a vehicle, short-term, a shortcut to get there, and I expect to jettison those paths and move on from it. But for this one case, it helped me to be able to see this. But at some point, what's going to happen when you stop smoking it, if you're relying on that? I'm not relying on it. You, so you, what are you relying on? The God? God. Okay. Doing the right thing. All right. Do the silent prayer. Go back to the silent prayer. Okay. Let's say you're going to smoke your joint, right? I mean, you're going to eat some cookies, whatever. What do you eat? I, I do uh, watermelon gummies. I do like this hybrid watermelon. That's amazing. Amazing. So let's say you're going to, tonight, you're going to eat your little No, not tonight. Okay. Do the silent prayer first, and then eat your little stuff until you're able to lose the appetite for it. And don't make it a big deal. It'll fall away. But it's not the real peace that you're looking for. I hear you. Yeah. But don't, don't try to force it to happen. You'll eat more. Just know you want to drop it. It's not the real deal. 
Okay, so if I'm feeling anxiety and I want to go out and party, but this is the, the least of the two evils, the lesser of the two, is that okay? To smoke the pot? Yeah. What I would recommend, do what you want. Let's say you want to go and party, but you're feeling all this anxiety about it. Go party anyway without the pot. Face it, your fears so you face can overcome the them. fear, yes. Yeah. Okay. You got to face like facing mama. The hardest thing in the world to do, but once you face mama, you notice the fear of mama disappear, right? So likewise with the party, go and face the party. And just look at I yourself going Absolutely. through. Yeah. Yep. Because wow. okay. Satan is telling you, oh, everybody looking at you and you're not dancing right. But do it anyway. So I'm being a beta by resorting to this medication. I should be an alpha and go out and just face the music. Beta, beta. Oh. Beta, beta. So Jesse, ashamed. can I hear beta? Beta. Beta. <laughs> you being a beta male, man. You, the young man that came up here to speak last week, he had to face it. You have to face your fears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't get high. Go to your fears and face them, and you'll see that God is with you. Good All words. Right? Okay, true. So don't run from anything. Face it. If somebody's mean at work, just say, you know what? I'm going to deal with this mean person. I'm going to face it. And don't hate them, and you'll find yourself dealing with the person. And they'll go nuts. All right? I got to end. Does this help a little bit? So this year, you want to be aware. You, you know, when you go in and out of your head, no big deal. Just stay in the present. If you go out, come back. Be aware of what's around you. If Satan trying to scare you or make you worry, let those thoughts pass. It's going to be amazing. It really is. You are growing. It is happening. All right? I appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. Any announcement, Hermes? Women's Forum this Thursday. All right. Are you going to be in town this Thursday? So we have a... Are you going to be... You live in L.A.? Uh, the in the Valley. And you live here, too? Oh, she's in Ely. Well, we... Ha- are you going to be in town, Victoria? We leave tomorrow. Oh, Okay. We have a women's forum every Thursday night for the ladies and the first Thursday night for men. So this Thursday is for ladies at 7 p.m. So I want to invite all the ladies to come, all right? It's going to be a hoot nanny of a time at 7 p.m. And also, uh, I'll keep you updated when we find a building. Keep your eyes open. If you hear anything, let me know. And what else? The radio show and all that. If you have somebody you'd like to see on the radio show or hear, let us know about it. Contact the radio, and uh, we'll get them on. All right? I think that's it. Don't forget to donate. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. If it was in me to give you what I'm telling you about, I would, but it only come from God. But you gotta, you got to forgive. you got to be honest with yourself, though, in order to do it, all right? So don't forget to donate, and don't forget to like, follow, tweet right there. Subscribe, share, and sign it, and ring the bell. Because they're shallow banning all of my networks right now. I have three, and they're shallow banning us. So don't forget to uh, go there and tell other people about it. All right? What, James? You didn't get to my question. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. What? <laughs> Real fast. <laughs> question about the silent prayer from Deuce Volt here. Deuce both what? 
That's his. That's his name. What's his name? Deuce Volt here. Oh. He says, okay. question about the silent prayer. The more I abide in it, the less the, my mind has to say. Does this mean I am making progress? Absolutely. What's going to happen? You've been living in your thoughts trying to escape the trauma. But if you do the silent prayer, just become aware. It's God who allows you to see the thought. Eventually, they get further and further away from you. Really. They know, but for right now, they're close up on you. You're one with your imagination. But uh, it'll get further and further away because your faith now is in God and you're doubting these thoughts, the voice of Satan. So it will get away from you. It won't be anything after a while. One more. From B.C. Gosnell. So don't yell at me, Joel. It's James. Thank you. B.C. Gosnell says, Jesse, will God put a woman into my life without my, me searching? I am waiting for one to be added, but wonder if I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, don't I, be waiting for one to be I don't, added. I don't want to die alone thinking shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, don't wait for anything. Just live your life in the present. Just live your life. And don't, like I'm going to tell this young man, don't anything. Just do what's in front of you to do. And seek the kingdom, and a man or a woman will be added to the a man to the woman, and a woman to the man, right? It'll be added. Don't, don't wait for that. That's crazy. And see, you're pretending to be seeking God who you really want a woman. All right? Don't play games. Thank you all so much. I enjoyed this today. It was amazing. Thank you.